The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his way to the end zone. I'll tell you what I did was a spectacular play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play! Off to the races! some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. All right, what's up, everybody? Happy Saturday. Hope you're enjoying your weekend. And welcome to our mailbag edition of Fantasy Football Today. Your emails at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com and your questions via Apple Podcasts. Adam and Frank here. I'm Adam Azer with Frank Stanfield, ready for another mailbag. What's up, Frank? What's up, Adam? Pretty excited. The weekend is here, and mm. it's my first time doing a podcast with Jamie, so mm. it's pretty exciting. Here. Friend of the program, Jamie Eisenberg is here. Jamie, welcome. Great to have you on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This has been uh, a dream of mine to do a show with you, Frank. Uh, <laughs> we can just get rid of Adam. It'll be great. <laughs> Not cool, man. I'm calling the fantasy cops on you. The cops are coming later on in the show to settle your league disputes. Some real shady stuff going on in leagues. You know, one thing, I, I got an email from somebody that was like, oh, the trade went down and the commissioner was going to back it out. And then the guy was like, I'm going to quit the league and drop all my players. That is like the lamest thing. And I hear that enough in fantasy where it's like, please don't be that guy or that can girl. I, can I ask a question? Mm, if you were ever in a league maybe. where you were the commissioner or a player... And the guy said, I'm going to quit my league and drop all my play. What do you think the, the rest of the league is going to do? Oh, we get all of your players now. Thank you. Like, it's, they're just going to put the players back on the roster and they'll just lock the roster and just play it out that way. I mean, just yeah. it's such a stupid thing. Yeah, probably. Well, was that what you would do? Because what happens when that player, or that manager's team comes up in the schedule? You, the commissioner just sets a lineup for him. Yeah, I think that's fair. Sets a lineup for him. You get like a oh, pretty easy win. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you don't certainly want to lose to that team. Uh, Let's go through some news and notes. A New York Jet tested positive. So this is Friday afternoon. I'm not going to give you COVID news. You're going to know so much more by the time you listen to this. But (laughs) I like how you start this. A Jets player has tested positive, but I'm not going to give you COVID news. Well, you know, the thing is, Jamie, um, when you're a... uh, You'll... uh, Just to teach you a, a little bit of a hosting lesson. When you're a bad host, you read things and then you realize, I should not have read that. So hopefully you don't run into that problem. But uh, I did. So, yeah, it doesn't really make sense for me to go through that. But a Jet did test positive. Now we have three games that we're a little concerned about. Tyron Smith is out for the season. Frank, do you think that matters for the Cowboys? I, not really. I mean, their offensive line hasn't been great this season regardless. They've dealt with a lot of injuries. Um, but, you know, ultimately, they're, look, they're probably still going to wind up in a lot of shootouts. Um, I, don't, I don't think it matters all that much, honestly. Okay. The biggest thing for the Cowboys is getting Leighton Vander Esch back. Because <laughs> when he comes back to the team, that's when things will turn around. Okay, Alshad Jeffrey out this week with an illness. They're at Pittsburgh. Um, Vita Vea broke his leg on Thursday night. Terrific, terrific run stuffer. I still think the Bucks are going to have a good run defense, guys. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be elite. They've got pieces there, but that's, that's a big deal and disappointing to see. And Steven Sims is on IR for Washington. And really, I don't have a lot of news for you here. 
It's a little bit earlier than when we typically record, so maybe there's some headlines that might come out during the show. And we well, will I mean, keep Joe Mixon's back at practice. You know, Joe, he was always going to play. Lamar Jackson was always going to play. LaVisca Chenault's going to play, so that's good. I think very good DFS price on LaVisca Chenault. Frank, you set a DF, uh, DFS lineup yet? I have kind of tinkered a little bit, but, man, start all Texans and Jaguars. Try and get as many of those players in as you possibly can. You're right, Chenault is super cheap. I think he's like 4500 on DraftKings. Yeah. Okay, let's go to some Apple Podcast questions. This is from Alf. Frank, you familiar with Alf? Yeah, I think we talked about we this. We did? Okay. Oh, that's right, we did. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Alien Life is, Form. Is, is Frank another Shragger? A little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I have uh, I have some Schrager qualities for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Schrager esque. I think Schrager did something on Twitter on Thursday night that I just that Jamie does all the time that I just don't think you should do, and that's using a GIF from a show or a movie that you yeah, you've never seen. And he did that with Fresh Prince. I said Carlton Davis, oh, household wow. name. He he threw Carlton out there, and I was like, you've never seen it, have you? And he said, just clips. He's never seen Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He's 16 years old. Give him a break. I mean, I live under a rock, and I'm I'm the worst person that I know in terms of pop culture, but I know he's young, but no Fresh Prince? No. It's like a, it's like a top three sitcom for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Gosh. It's good. Top three. Miles Gaskin or Dearness Johnson is the question from Alien Life Form. I'm going to go with Miles Gaskin. It's a really tough matchup, but he's just playing so many snaps and seeing a lot of touches. Um, a lot of targets too. So until we kind of know what Dearness Johnson is, I will go with Miles Gaskin. You have to, unless we find out that in, and he's in practice today, but unless we find out that Kareem Hunt, that groin injury was a problem, you got to play the lead running back for the Dolphins as opposed to the second guy for the Browns. I think one thing, Adam, that we're going to find out is who is the second pass catcher in the backfield for Cleveland. Is it going to be Dearness Johnson or will it be Dontrell Hilliard? Because that's a big role. Yeah. From Jazzy made it. Deontay Johnson or A.J. Brown if they play? I'll take Deontay Johnson. I'll go with A.J. Brown. I, I do think it's pretty close, but uh, I know Tredavious White's a little bit ba- banged up. He's probably going to play if that game happens, but the Bills defense hasn't been as good this year, so I'll go with A.J. Brown. From Beard, I have Prater on a bye. Who the hell should I pick up? <laughs> The great kicker discussion. Uh-huh. Um, Young Ho Koo is back. Young Way Koo. Young Way Koo. Yeah. Sorry. I think I picked up. go this up- way, I go that way. Um, <laughs> you can look at him. You can look at Jason Myers. The Vikings are terrible against kickers. You can look for uh, Blankenship. Blankenship. He's been exceptional. Um, there's kickers out there. Drop Black Prater. Okay. Yeah, I picked up Joey Sly. He's indoors against the Falcons this week. Yep. Let's go. All aboard the Blankenship. Mm-hmm. Blankenstein, it's Halloween month. Did you like my joke to start FFT today? I love all your Tom Brady jokes. I'm trying <laughs> to work Tom Brady jokes into today's show. I just can't really think of anything. Uh, I started the show, Frank. I said, welcome to Thursday's FFT. I go, wait, wait a minute. Oh, I got Tom Brady's calendar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this, that was just insane, man. It's, yes, it was. Yes. Oh, gosh. That uh, was Embarrassing. This next question is from Iceman247, but Tom Brady thinks it's from Iceman246. Two wide receiver, non-PPR league. Really? I thought that was so funny, guys. DJ Moore, Cooper Cup, Terry McLaurin. Bench one of them. DJ Moore, Cooper Cup, Terry McLaurin. Who are you benching? I think you have to bench DJ Moore. It's been 
a very disappointing season for him, but the way that those other two are playing, I'm not as worried about McClure. I know, you know, Nando was on the Twitch stream on Thursday with us and he was a little bit more worried. I'm not as worried. I think that they're just going to continue to force feed McLaurin. So I will bench DJ Moore there, unfortunately. Okay, Jamie, you still there? Uh, I agree. I think DJ Moore is unfortunately the last man out. I wasn't asking about that. I was just seeing if you were there because I thought my joke was so funny. I was just curious why you didn't laugh. From Josh Moe, uh, wide receivers between DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson. Flex is between James Robinson and DJ Chark. So Moore or Deontay Johnson, and then James Robinson or DJ Chark? Uh, I'd go with Moore and then a Jaguar. <laughs> I would go with Moore and James Robinson. I, I love everybody in that game, but I think when it's really close, I tend to lean with the running back. Jamie? Yes, Robinson. Yeah, sorry, delayed. Um, there you go. We're wearing that one out. From Fenny, <laughs> Fenny 608, but Tom Brady thinks it's Fenny 6... Uh, never mind. Flex and wide receiver <laughs> options. Um, I don't know how many he needs. Hollywood Brown, T. Higgins, LaVisca Chenault. Who's your favorite there? Or who are you, like, rank them? I would go... Oh, I'm Hollywood. sorry. To, hold on. I understand what he needs. Pick two. Pick one wide receiver and one flex from these five. Hollywood Brown, T. Higgins, LaVisca Chenault, Justin Jackson, and Dalton Schultz. I would, I would go like, with go Hollywood Brown. Sorry, Jamie. I would go with Hollywood Brown and LaVisca Chenault. I would go with Hollywood Brown and Dalton Schultz. Jimmy Grandpa, 12-team PPR, Daryl Henderson or Le'Veon Bell? Golden Tate, Chenault, Renfro, pick two. Henderson or Le'Veon Bell? Le'Veon. I, think have, I think you have to go Le'Veon Bell, but just hope that game happens. Yeah. Uh, Golden Tate, LaVisca Chenault, Hunter Renfro, pick two. Not Hunter Renfro. I agree. That hurts, but you're right. Here's a name that I really... You, by the way, did you take Le'Veon Bell out of your DFS suggestions today? No, I didn't. They just forgot to put him in? Well, it makes sense since the game's probably going to get moved. Right? Yeah, because I was, was going to ask you about. So I was like, oh, uh, yeah, um, Evan Ingram. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. Right. We were doing the show. I originally had Le'Veon Bell as a good buy. Mm -hmm. On FanDuel, if if that game is on Sunday, you look at Le'Veon Bell, then you look at the running backs who are less expensive than Le'Veon Bell. And most of them are in a a shared backfield. They're their backups. They're like the Rams guys. Le'Veon Bell might be the cheapest feature back if he's... I don't know if he will be this week, but I think he's a good... I think he's a decent buy. Uh, okay, this is from... Yeah, I don't know that I should read this one. I'm going to read it. Two-inch Titan. <laughs> Probably, should I read that? What do you think? No? Tom it's Brady fine. thinks it's one inch. Uh, who gets the start? Greg Olson, Ebron, or Mo Cox? Olson, Ebron, or Mo Cox? I kind of like Ebron. Yes. I like the matchup. Yes, Ebron is the answer. Okay. Rest of season rankings or questions from Jeff Francisco. Austin Eckler in the 10th or Clyde Edwards-Eller in the second round in a keeper league? Who do you like better? I think you have to take the round value with Eckler, right? They signed him to a contract extension. He should still be yeah. heavily involved moving forward, I would imagine. Hopefully. <laughs> I hope you don't have to make this decision today, which would be really weird. From Samson Samsonite. That's funny. One, four, two, three. 
Grade the trade. Give up Chris Chris Carson and get Patrick Mahomes. I have Kareem Hunt, James Robinson, Le'Veon Bell, Philip Lindsay, and Daryl Henderson. I have Breeze and Matt Ryan. Give up Chris Carson, get Mahomes. I like it. I don't love it. I prefer to keep the running back depth. And you kind of just play the matchups with quarterbacks. I'll go C minus. John in the Lone Star State. Grade the trade, non PPR. Give up Melvin Gordon, Damian Harris, and Jamison Crowder. Melvin Gordon, Damian Harris, Jamison Crowder. Get DeAndre Hopkins and Malcolm Brown. Mm. B plus. B. Solid. It is a non-PPR league. So Gordon, Harris, Crowder for Hopkins and Malcolm Brown. I mean, Gordon's headed for a timeshare again because Lindsey's back. I'm excited about Damien Harris, but he's a Patriots running back, so you know how that's going to go. And then who's the third guy? Jamison Crowder. Yeah, I mean. He's not great in non-PPR anyway. Yeah. All right, from Logan R., grade the trade. Give Dak Prescott and Josh Kelly. Get Jonathan Taylor. See? I would want to know who your quarterback is if you trade away Dak Prescott. So need a little bit more context there. But, yeah, it's fine. See? From Fool's Karma. Grade the trade. Derek, oh, he's got he's got uh Derek Henry, James Conner, Miles Gaskin, DeAndre Swift, and Keyshawn Vaughn. Henry Connor, Gaskin, Swift, and Vaughn. Give up Mike Davis to get Austin Eckler. Yeah, I guess, right? Like I I think you should try and trade Mike Davis for something in the meantime, but and this is a move that you're looking towards the, the fantasy playoffs, and hopefully Eckler could be like a flex player for you at that point. So it's fine. It's like a B minus. I just traded Mike Davis and Justin Jefferson for Devontae Adams for a to a team that's one and three that just lost Nick Chubb. Wow. Didn't have Adams, needed to win, needed to get something this week. And so desperate. That's not so, fair. You, know, you got to look at scenarios like this when you're playing. Like, you know, the Eckler manager is, is stuck and could need at least a one-week win. And Mike Davis gives them a much better opportunity to do that. And so, you know, you should be trying right now to trade for Christian McCaffrey, to trade for uh, Julio Jones, to trade for Michael Thomas before he plays. You know, and if he doesn't play, that's another week of him not being out there. So those are the type of guys you try to acquire now, especially if you have the depth to do so. By the way, you know Azer trades, right? Can we rename them Bomber Trades? Because one of our producers... Nobody knows what that is, though. I am about to say, Andrew Bomber, one of our producers, like, I'll even have him on the show. He offers the worst trades I've ever seen. He offered me Cole Beasley and Robert Tanyan for Chris Godwin. Uh, <laughs> and that's that's the best trade. And then he's offered Dave trades that are even worse than that. And I see the trades because I'm on Dave's... I share. I don't really share a team, and I'm on the team with Dave, whatever. But uh, I see the trades. I'm, they're just awful. So these are Bomber trades from now on. These are not Azer trades. And um, I will do everything I can to shame Andrew Bomber uh, on the show. I'm going to have to have him on and yell at him, I think. Um, all right, let's get back to the Apple Podcast questions. We've got your emails coming up. I'm trying to find up. another one. He made a trade offer to another one of our producers that they shared with me. And then he, he <laughs> Bomber's reply to that was, haven't you guys ever seen the Art of, Art of the Deal? Oh, yeah. And I said, your deals are paint by numbers, so stop sending these bad trades. <laughs> They're so bad. Okay, from Orchids of Asia, trade Cam Akers and Robert Tanyan. Oh, this is a bomber trade. For Julian Edelman, Akers and Tanyan for Edelman. I don't think it's a bomber trade. No, it's not. 
just that Tanya. I mean, you got to believe, if you do, that Robert Tanya's going to be a top 12 caliber tight end rest of the way. And there's a very good chance that he could be while Alan Lazard is out. I mean, you've seen the targets there for him the last two games. Now, Devontae Adams hasn't played. But he plays a position that if you can find a guy that's productive, and right now, for what it's worth, he's the top three tight end in fantasy, it's clearly not going to be sustainable. But if he goes from three to 12, he's probably better than Edelman, given what those guys do with their respective positions. You got to be a little concerned about Edelman. He's had one good game. It was a shootout against Seattle. He was okay in week one. Uh, But... Uh, you got to be a little concerned, right? I mean, he's not like a slant. He's not Edelman anymore, obviously. But no, I agree. That's why I don't. No, it's not a bomber trade. I'm just kidding. But Cam yeah. Akers and Robert Tanyan for Julian Edelman. How would you grade that? He's getting Edelman. Yeah. D. Okay. I'd say C. I mean, because if look, we we've we had the great game from Edelman. Mm-hmm. Then they had the running game against the Raiders, and then Cam was out. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what do you think Edelman would have done in that Chiefs game? Like, I, I thought he was going to have a great game. Well, I, you know, look, Demir Bird and, and Nikhil Harry had better games than him, and they're not invisible. I mean, they, they get more, they get some work. The whole thing about Cam being out, it's like, the funny thing about that is I'm not sure that's bad for wide receivers. Because Cam's a better quarterback than Brian Hoyer, but he's not necessarily going to throw for more yards. Well, he okay, but it was Hoyer. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about retrospectively for the Chiefs game. Um, he's not going to necessarily throw for more yards than than Hoyer or Stidham because he runs so much. You know what I mean? But you saw the one-game sample size of them facing a good offense that they had to throw. Yeah, it's a one-game sample size also facing like a terrible defense. I don't know. I thought that he was going to have a good game against the Chiefs. I did too. That's why I was. That's why it's concerning. No, like you think the guy's going to have a good game. And no, with Cam. Yeah. yeah, he he will still be the top guy with Cam. But I think Edelman. Look, he'll have higher upside in games that you expect it to be. Like they'll be playing from behind, more competitive games. But you know, games where they're big favorites, you're probably not going to see a lot of targets or receptions for Edelman. Right. That's kind of yeah. That's what I was getting at. Okay. Great White Hark. Grade the trade. Half PPR, give up Robert Woods, get Julio Jones. B? Question mark? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I, I'm giving, I'll give it B plus. I think so, yeah. yeah. Okay, if from... You're going to get a better player. CDM083, grade the trade. CEH, AJ Brown, and Noah Fant for... David Montgomery, Odell Beckham, and Travis Kelsey. So it's Clyde Edwards-Elair, A.J. Brown, and Fant for Montgomery, Beckham, and Kelsey. Hmm. So it's a pretty pretty big downgrade at running back. Yeah, I don't like it. Pretty big upgrade at tight end. Wide receiver's kind of a wash if A.J. Brown is healthy. Yeah. C+. Plus. I think if, I mean, if you have the running back depth to move on from Edwards-Elair... And still get somebody you can start in his place if needed in Montgomery. You're upgrading a tight end. And the, the, yeah, like you said, the wide receivers are off. So I think it's a C. Okay. The Emperor is back. 10-team rest of season question. Dear Clint, Brett, Aaron, Aaron, and Mike. Oh, so ironic that they, like, by the time people listen to this, they might be eliminated. The Empire might be out. Uh, that would be the Yankees, by the way. I'm 0-4. I can't blame it all on injuries. I've done the redraft game in my head. And boy, I should have taken Camara over Saquon. 
I also drafted Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, and Raheem Mostert. I was able to pick up Mike Davis. Uh, so I guess rest of season, what is your opinion on managing these individuals, especially Julio Jones and Chris Godwin? I think it's... I think it's tough because like if you're a team that's one in three at this point and, and you're desperate, I mean, you might have to trade one of these players away for not full value in order to get something to help you win now. Like you don't want your team to just crumble, but I still think they're going to be really productive players when they're healthy. It's just, we don't know exactly when that is going to be. It's, I would imagine the next couple of weeks at least for, for Godwin and Julio. But if you're one in three and you're or oh, oh and four, I think you got to start to make some moves. What's the what's the tipping point for you guys in terms of losses when you think you, you don't really have a chance to be competitive? Oh, and five. I think three games under five hundred. Yeah, I mean, I'm zero and four in the podcast league, but I actually really do believe in my squad. I really think we're going to come back. I think we're going to go on a four game winning streak. Zero and five. Right, though, so if you lose not. this week, are you shaking things up? No, uh, no. Um, if I lose this week, I will continue to be aggressive on the waiver wire and set my lineup, but I will probably be less interested in making trades because I will honestly feel like I'm out of it. Um, I, I'm sorry. Well, that why sound- would you make a trade that could help you? Because I have 11 teams and I probably won't, like I'm just being 100% honest with you, probably won't prioritize that. I'm not going to be the, the kind of fantasy manager that quits on the league and sucks, uh, but I probably will put more focus into my other teams. That's just, if I'm being 100% honest. Does that make me a bad person? Yeah, I think no. that makes a lot of sense. Sorry, I was it, supposed to be the fantasy It's coach. natural human behavior, but it's like if you have a chance. Like, I, I think a lot of us fall victim to this. I don't know how many leagues you play in, Frank, but um, when you play in all the, a lot of leagues, you like you said, Adam, you prioritize the ones that are doing better or you have more monetary interest in or whatever the case may be. Um, we tend to post like an on the block here. I'm, I'm looking to make these trades instead of like where most fantasy managers are aggressive in making those trades, you know, and that's part of, I think the the problem when you get to these teams. So it's natural. No, it's tougher. I play in eight leagues and it's, you know, I wish I could just sit down and dedicate time to looking at trade offers in all of them, but yeah. it's, it's right. just not realistic. So like you said, I mean, send a message out and tell people like, what's available and hopefully you get trade offers in return. But uh, I do have like my home league, my home keeper league, longest standing league where I probably pay closer attention to that than anything else because it means the most to me. So mm-hmm. just again, I, I, yeah, just being honest. I've tried so hard in that league to make trades. Tight end is just, I've been starting Gronkowski. Uh, I've tried so hard. Nobody wants to give me a fair deal. In my opinion, they've asked for like, <laughs> well, it's you making those trades though. I, I well, I'm just saying they keep they keep basically going for blood, um, and I'm just like no screw you, and then I lose. <laughs> I've lost two weeks specifically because I've gotten like like one or two points or zero points from tight ends, and maybe I'm maybe I should have given in, but uh, picked up Cook right? He was dropped. I did pick up Cook. I picked up Jared Cook. Yeah, I was. I didn't realize he was available. Yeah. Yeah. Look for look for TJ Hawkinson too. I mean, just for teams yeah, out there because yeah, I, mean, I have a few leagues where he was dropped because he's on a bye mm-hmm. where I'm struggling at tight end and I'm gonna pick him up and stash him. Yeah. I held Tanyan. I picked him up last week. I played him in a couple leagues and I was reluctant to drop him just because in case he does become something legitimate. Uh yeah. Uh, you just can't drop you can't drop a good tight end. They're just like they're just so valuable. All right, Diego, last question here from Apple Podcast. Diego wants to know Mike Davis, Hawkinson, and Thielen giving up Mike Davis, TJ Hawkinson, and Adam Thielen. For Robbie Anderson and Jamison Crowder. Great that trade. 
So you're basically giving up Thielen for those guys? For Anderson and Connor, yeah. I think it's good. Oh, Connor. I thought you said Crowder. Oh, I hope I didn't. Connor. (laughs) Yeah, no, that changes things. Um, I'll go B+. Yeah, Yeah. good job. You want this? This is your. You may lose Mike Davis having a great game this week, but this this is your window to trade him because once you hit Monday, or Tuesday, or Wednesday, whenever we get the reports of Christian McCaffrey is going to return to practice, he's done. He has got zero value to anybody. Uh, So so let me let me follow up on that because I have read and heard that he is going to still be involved. Doesn't matter. Now he might have zero value, but we have to talk about this. Do you think he's evolved enough where McCaffrey is no longer McCaffrey? Different different conversation. So yes, you're right. He still may be involved and McCaffrey may still not be the McCaffrey may not be the guy that we had last year. That's totally uh feasible. But if you are looking to maximize Mike Davis, yeah. you have to trade him before the game because let somebody else have that one week benefit of Mike Davis, you get a James Conner in return. I mean, imagine that. What what you, what you're getting in return? A borderline first round pick. That's you have to do that. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. And I think Mike Davis will have a role, but I can't imagine it being more than six to eight touches per right. game, which will eat into McCaffrey. We, you know, we're not going to get the 25 to 30 touch McCaffrey anymore, but close to 20 touches per game. Still a lot of targets, red zone usage. I think you could, it could expect all those things out of McCaffrey. All right, let's do this. The fantasy cops. Send us your emails. Fantasy football at CBSI.com. Put fantasy cops in the subject line. Uh, someone sent me. This is from Juan. Thank you, Juan, for calling the cops. Someone sent me Dalvin Cook and Tyler Lockett for Christian McCaffrey. They're 3-0 when they sent the trade, and I was 0-3. I accepted it in the morning, giving up McCaffrey and getting Dalvin Cook and Tyler Lockett. I accepted it in the morning as soon as I woke up. I come to find out he was drunk when he sent it. People are complaining that it's a crappy trade. Obviously no collusion, but should there be mercy for drunk mistakes? I kind of feel bad I took it if he was drunk. LOL, regulate. Drunk trades, fair game? Oh, 100%. (laughs) As somebody who likes to dabble in the the beers, (laughs) I sent a few drunk trades out myself. And look, if it... If it happens, that's on you, man. Like, no, I, I am I am not rescinding that trade. I wouldn't feel bad either. You're 0-3. Got to turn it around. Yeah, that's a really bad bad trade. Though, but that is very funny. Okay. Because, like, what, what happens the next time that person makes a trade and he doesn't like it the next day? Does he say, oh, uh, yeah, I was drunk? <laughs> yeah, just say it every time, right? All right. <laughs> Got to be responsible. All right, this is from Zach. Dear Butcher, Huey, Frenchie, and M.M. <laughs> no idea. Frank, you know this, right? Butcher, what? Huey, Frenchie, and MM. Yeah, I don't know. First-year player in our league just dropped Zach Ertz for Robert Tanyan. He has two DSTs, two kickers, and Jimmy Graham available to drop, but he dropped Zach Ertz instead. My philosophy as a commissioner has been let anything but collusion happen, but this seems extremely odd. Do I step in here to protect the balance of the league or just say it's a dumb but legal move? First-year player dropping Ertz instead of a second kicker. So what I would do in this scenario is if this is like a friend of yours, like you invited to the league and it's his first time playing and he does not know what he's doing or he, she doesn't know what she's doing. You know, that person doesn't know what they're doing. Then I think you just say, Hey, listen, they didn't realize that you don't have to drop a tight end for a tight end. You could drop a kicker. You don't have to carry it to defense. I, I would allow them to have Zach Ertz back because you don't, if, if this is somebody you want to be part of your league for a long time, then why would you ruin the experience for them? Because they didn't know what they're doing. 
Yeah. And, nice. and we all started somewhere, right? So it's, yeah, I think you just kind of talk to the person and make them re- like, hey, you probably spent a decent amount of draft capital on Zach Ertz. You, you probably shouldn't drop him. But I will say, I play in a family league where my uh, my sister dropped Leonard Fournette after like week one. I was like, didn't you use like a fourth or fifth round pick on him? And, and I picked him up, but he's he's been quite useless. Oh, so she knew what she really was doing. The worst thing. Joke's on you, Frank. Right. How about that? By the way, uh, Butcher, Huey, Frenchie, and MM, that is The Boys. The Boys. This is from... I want to watch this show. Okay. I don't. I don't have time. I don't have time, Frank. I got to finish Shit's Creek first. This is from Joe. In my league last week, two of the managers decided to make a trade because one of those managers had Juju and Connor, whose games were postponed from COVID. However, this trade was called into question because it was Juju for Jonathan Taylor... And they also agreed to trade the players back once the se- once the week was over. So it was essentially a one-week rental player. Also, these two managers who made the trade are legitimately best friends. So a few of the other guys in the league were screaming collusion. It looked like a scenario where one guy was just giving his friend a very nice addition in Jonathan Taylor just for one week. What do you say, Fantasy Cops? Oh, that's terrible. I hate this. Uh, trade me one guy for a bye week or no. No, you can't do it. Or like in baseball, trade me a guy for like a two-star week or something. I'll trade you. No, no, you can't do that. No trade backs. It's insane. It's the definition of collusion. It really is. How can you even justify that? Okay, we're going to make a trade, a one-week trade. The player you're giving me is on a buy, and then I'm going to give him back to you. Obviously, it's it's nonsense, and you've been regulated. So what's the, what's the result? What do you do? Um... Take those points away, honestly. And if yeah, they, or you make them stick with the trade, like you made the trade. Now okay, yeah, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Much better idea, Jamie. You're getting promoted. You're a lieutenant now. Thanks, okay. buddy. <laughs> I don't know if that's a promotion or not. It seems like one. You're the sheriff. All right, take a quick break. Uh, break. When we come back, we've got your emails. Fantasy football at cbsi.com. Rest of season questions, starter sit questions. That's right after this on fantasy football today. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603. For complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks, everybody, for all your emails. Much appreciated. My inbox is 
crowded every morning, every day. I try to answer some questions personally. If I don't get to you, I'm really sorry. We got a one-star review on Apple from somebody who said he's been asking us questions for five years and literally has never heard back from us. That's weird. That's bad luck. I'm sorry about that. But uh, we do our best. Just We do get a lot. But I want to thank you all for reaching out and being a part of the show. So here's one from Ben. We I have, have news for you before that. Oh, okay, good, good. What do we got? Colts have ruled out Darius Leonard and Anthony Costanza. Oh, better news for Kareem Hunt. Mm. When did you learn this, Jamie? In the middle of my sentence or, or during the commercial break? The commercial break. So you shouldn't have told, you know, maybe you should have told me <laughs> during the commercial break that you had this news? No. <laughs> okay. I okay. wanted to adjust my <laughs> rosters first. <clears throat> From Ben. <laughs> From Ben, we have one IR spot for injury. Should I trade Robert Woods for Chris Godwin? I think this is close, but I think Chris Godwin still has more upside rest of season than Robert Woods. Robert Woods, you know, solid wide receiver two. Godwin, I think, is still low end wide receiver one. Uh, I would say if you are three and one or better, I I would probably do this. I think record does matter here because you may not have Chris Godwin for a couple weeks. We just don't know. Well, you know Robert Woods is going to give you consistent production. But let me ask you a question. When a guy like Godwin gets hurt and they don't put him on IR, doesn't that make you optimistic that he will be back within three weeks? Yeah. Pretty much so. But, you know, the Eagles are a good example of not putting a player on IR or the pup list and Alshon Jeffrey and coming back to bite them. They're now going to be through five weeks without having that guy available. So that's a roster spot that they wasted. Okay, this is, uh, I don't have a name on this. Hey, Jim, Dwight, Andy, Stanley, and Creed. Those are office characters, and if we were ranking them, it would be Dwight, Jim, Andy, Stanley, Creed. Yes. No, Andy's last. Why don't you like Andy? Andy's amazing. It's not close. I Well, I'm not a Creed guy, but I... I'm not a Creed guy either, but... I dude, that was my least I popular. Know, there's something about Andy. He just rubs me the wrong way. That was my least popular take ever. When I said that Creed was like the most replaceable character or whatever, I said I got killed for that. People love Creed. He's a one-liner. You could never make like an episode about Creed. Okay, I have a starter sit question for you guys. 16 team, half PPR, three receiver league, three bench spots. I have both Jared Cook and Mo Alley Cox. I'm thinking of dropping one for Cole Beasley. Does that sound like a good idea? And who should I drop? I mean, you got to worry about Jared Cook's injury. So, yeah. If you have to make the decision on Friday, you can't drop Molly Cox. But if you can wait till Saturday to find out what Jared Cook's status is, then you make that move. The problem is that, just keep in mind, the Saints have a bye next week. So you're going to be in looking for a tight end again. Yeah. You'll probably drop Cook there for Beasley. Not that I think Beasley's upside is massive, but he's a, he's a solid bye week replacement. This one's from Brad's phone. I give up Chris Carson and Jamison Crowder. I get Allen Robinson and David Johnson. Carson and Crowder for David Johnson and Allen Robinson. So see. I like it a little bit more. I'll go B minus. This is from Allen. PPR. Give up Kareem Hunt, get Keenan Allen and Miles Gaskin. Hunt for Allen and Gaskin. It's your. I, I wouldn't want to, but if you're desperate for wide receivers, if it's a three wide receiver league and you're just really struggling, but I would try and shop Hunt for maybe something a little bit better. 
Like yeah, not I as agree. good of a wide receiver, but not as big of a RB downgrade. I, th- I think the the one thing with you're going to find with a lot of Kareem Hunt fantasy managers is in some cases he could have been their fourth running back. You know, so certainly a lot of people draft him to be their third. So if you're in good shape, let's say you also got James Robinson or, or you have Mike Davis, you know, and, and you just want to play that whole scenario out, then, you know, you should be shopping Kareem Hunt for something that could help you in another spot. But I agree. I think it should be better than Keenan Allen. Not that Allen's going to be bad because we've seen what he looks like with Justin Herbert, but you might be able to do a little bit better. I was thinking about that. Herbert's been really good. Do you think, though, that we, you know, we should probably anticipate bumps along the way for for Herbert, right? I mean, we've never, in recent history, we haven't really had a must-start quarterback as a rookie. Cam Newton was, but like, just like really recently, Baker Mayfield was really good for a rookie, but he wasn't a must-start. Daniel Jones, no. Even Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray was not a top-12 quarterback on a per-game basis. So I'm wondering if Keenan Allen might have some down weeks and this is his peak. What do you think? I think that his targets are going to come down a little bit just because they have to. He has like a 39% target share with Justin Herbert as his quarterback. So I think that's just naturally going to come down a little bit. But he's still going to be the main guy. So I think he's like a solid wide receiver too, high-end wide receiver too in PPR. Um I, I feel pretty good about that. I do, too. I'm just wondering if you can get wide receiver one value for him. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you can right now, like now is the time to sell high. But it's kind of like Mixon. Don't just sell for the sake of selling him. But if you can sell him high for a legit top 12 wide receiver rest of season, then, yeah, I, I would look into that. Yeah. The, the one thing, though, like I don't know if his targets are going to come down. We don't know Mike Williams coming back. The run game could be shot right now because Eckler's gone. The defense is certainly shot, so they're going to be probably in a lot of games where they're trying to score a lot, especially playing from behind. Where else are they going with the ball? Well, nobody's going to have a 39% target share, though. I mean, to that level, no. But, you know, 35%, 32%, you know, I mean, still may be in that range. Yeah, it's going to be very high for sure. He he is the go-to guy for Herbert. That's been made very clear. I wonder what the high is. Yeah, like I, w- I wonder what the I feel like DeAndre Hopkins was like thirty one percent. I'm not sure if I've seen much higher than that. And I'm just putting it in context. Um, I, I haven't been tracking that for that long, but thirty percent is super high. So just so you know, and he could get there. He could definitely be among the leaders. All right, this is from John. Did I overpay half PPR? Give up Miles Sanders and Robert Woods. Get Dalvin Cook. I also have Galladay, Boyd, McLaurin, and Deontay Johnson. So give up Sanders and Woods for Dalvin Cook. Yes, probably an overpay, but you do have a lot of depth, and I still I think this is a pretty clear upgrade from Sanders to Cook. I would I would see if that same manager has Madison and try and see if you get both. Oh, he doesn't because the person who acquired Dalvin Cook already had Alexander Madison. So perfect. Yeah, so good job, Kevin in Arizona. Ten team half PBR league gives one point for every ten punt return yards, and every twenty kick return yards. I was offered DJ Moore for Miko Hardman. What would you rather have in this point for return yard league? 10 punt, 10 punt return yards, 20 kick return yards, Hardman or DJ Moore? Moore. Yep, I'd still rather have more. Okay, how about from... Who's this from? Kenny. MVS or Tim Patrick, rest of season. Bonuses for 40 and 50 plus yard touchdowns and 100 yard games. I think you have to go with the better quarterback. So I'll take MVS. In this scenario, I'd rather have MVS. But what I would like to do is give Tim Patrick a week to see. So if you can either hold on to both, do so, 
If you have to drop one, though, maybe people don't pick up MVS just on the bye week and he's struggled the last two games. Because if Patrick has a good game against the Patriots with or without Stephon Gilmore, he's going to definitely look much more intriguing. Okay, here's one. Uh, trade away Kenyon Drake and Calvin Ridley. Drake and Ridley for David Johnson and Travis Kelsey. I think this is a pretty fair trade. C? I'd give it a B just because Kelsey is so good at what he is at that position. And Ridley, while he's been great, there's clearly you're seeing some flaws. So the running backs are a wash. Starter sit from Jeff. I need to sit one running back. Derrick Henry, James Conner, Robinson, Mike Davis. This is non-PPR. Who are you sitting? Henry, Conner, Robinson, Davis. Davis. I I would sit Connor. Well, th- if you can do a backup replacement situation, then you know, then it's easy to start Henry. But if you love all your running backs, you might just want to sit Derrick Henry. Is that is that fair to say? I mean, certainly it is, but you know, you know what that guy's capable of and he's gonna have fresh legs after being off for a week, so I know, but the I, game might not be played. Yeah, I mean that's the, the risk you run, but like you said, if you have a dozen designated replacement player but as of now we expect the game to be played so this is a good question overall right if you're in a situation where you don't have the opportunity to replace a guy you know in our leagues we're letting people say this player's on my bench so if this game gets canceled start this guy but if you're not in that situation when you look at derrick henry his other three options are connor james robinson and mike davis i feel like they're good enough where i'm sitting henry what's your threshold for sitting your stud in a game that you fear might get postponed. I think it's a good point. I mean, all, all four of those are ranked inside my top 15 running backs this week, so they're all great options. Um, so, yeah, look, if you want to play it safe, I would say it's, that's probably right around the cutoff. James Conner, like once you get into David Johnson, am I really going to bench Derrick Henry for David Johnson? Probably not. So James Conner might be right around the cutoff. Okay. This is from Daniel. Start two or three of uh, two of these three wide receivers in half PPR: Beckham, Chark, Fuller. I would use both the guys in that Texans Jaguars game. I would bench Beckham. Agreed. Yeah. All right. This is from Henry. Why is everyone so high on Jonathan Taylor this week? He's playing like sixty percent of the snaps. I mean, they've been in some blowout situations, so that's kind of the reason why he hasn't played a lot in the fourth quarter, but. I'm going to guess he's going to play a lot in this game because it's a competitive game or should be a competitive game. And it's a tough matchup, but I, I'm hoping they're going to use him a little bit more in the passing game than we've seen the last couple of weeks too. Well, Jamie, how high do you have him? I, I don't know if you have your rankings ahead of him uh, in front of you, but I have I have Taylor like RB13, so I have downgraded him from where he has been at the yes. past couple of yes. weeks. So I think he's more of a you know high-end RB2 than the top 12 running back. Yes, if you have Davis and Robinson, you're starting them over Taylor, or you should. Yep. And if Raheem Mostert's out, you should be starting McKinnon over him also. So it's not a slam dunk, but it's very hard to get away from a guy in this offense, even without Costanzo, that their offensive line is still so good. Here's the follow-up question of this. Pick a flex, half PPR. Jonathan Taylor, DJ Moore, Miles Sanders. Still Taylor for me. I think it's really close between the running backs. Tough matchup for Sanders. I, I will lean with Jonathan Taylor as well. This is from Seth. I can start up to four of these guys. There are six of them. Chark, Gallup, Fuller, Gage, Chenault, Hardman. This is PPR. I think 
Chark and Fuller are going to be the obvious ones, right? Yep. So let's pick two of these four then. Michael Gallup, Russell Gage, LaVisca Chenault, and McCole Hardman. I would Gallup use, and Chenault. Yeah, I would Gallup use Gallup and Chenault. and Chenault. Brandon from a city southwest of Hartford, Connecticut. I'm bad at this. Uh, <laughs> hey, Cyril, Pam, Lana, Ray, and Krieger. Well, I don't know who it is, but I said Cyril and my Siri just... You don't see a Pam Lana Ray in my contacts. Thank you, Siri. Okay, very helpful. Uh, full PPR. I need two. In a, in a PPR league, I need two flex spots. Kenyon Drake, Jonathan Taylor, Josh Kelly. No. Will Fuller, DJ Chark, Darius Slayton. So pick two of those. Drake, Jonathan Taylor, Fuller, Chark, Slayton. PPR. I like Taylor and Chark. I would go Taylor and Fuller. Also, this emailer says, Brendan says that Heath has the best posture he's ever seen. Does he have good posture? I think he sits like, you know, kind of oh, yeah. very upright. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have terrible posture. Oh, That's me too, 100% man. sure. Yeah. Same. Yeah, bad, bad stuff. I'll say like Heath here. Should I, should I open the neck? Na- <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is from Jesse. Please rank these in PPR. Josh Kelly, Damian Harris, Miles Gaskin, Debo Samuel. Kelly, Harris, Gaskin, Samuel. Is this just for this week or rest yeah. of the season? I would go Kelly, Gaskin, Harris, Samuel. I would go Harris, Gaskin, Kelly, Samuel. And now start two of these three in standard scoring. Kareem Hunt, James Robinson, Mike Davis. Ugh. I guess you got to sit Mike Davis, but I don't feel good about it. Sure. Last question from Adam Miller. I need a flex this week. Half PPR. James White, Devontae Freeman, LaVisca Chenault, Dearness Johnson, or Chase Edmonds. James White, Devontae Freeman, LaVisca Chenault, Dearness Johnson, or Chase Edmonds. Is it embarrassing that I kind of like Devontae Freeman? Half PPR. Oh, don't say that out loud. It's very embarrassing, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I would go with Chenault. I, I'll use Freeman. Okay, Frank, I'll let you finish the show by giving us a 10-second explanation why you like Devontae Freeman this week. Yeah, he was basically treated as the guy for the Giants last week. He had like 15 touches, three red zone opportunities, and played like 55% of the snaps, and the Cowboys' defense is not good. It's hard to argue with that. Thanks a lot, everybody. Good luck this week. We've got uh, Fantasy Football Today in 5. That'll drop uh, in this feed and in the FFT in 5 feed about 8.30 a.m. on Sunday morning. We've got CBS Sports HQ beginning at 10 a.m. until kickoff. We've got uh, Twitch at noon Eastern, twitch.com slash today and 4 p.m. Eastern watching that Giants-Cowboys game with Steve Weatherford and Demarcus Ware and Ando Dofino and Will Brinson and maybe Dave Richard. It's going to be a lot of fun. Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern, twitch.com slash today. I want to thank Jamie Eisenberg and Frank Stample and all of you for listening. I'm Adam Azer. Hope you're enjoying your weekend, and let's go get a win and we five. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 